7 o'clock. Good morning, pile. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you uh, enjoyed yesterday's game, last night's game, I should say. San Francisco looked like they had it going. They had a double-digit lead, and then Kansas City just kind of kept on keeping on. Finally got the offense going. Mahomes doing Mahomes magic, which... How many times is Tony Romo going to use the word magical last night? Good grief. Everything was magical. The best one, though, was Nance with the David Copperfield thing. That was actually apropos and good job on Jim Nance's part. Yeah, I didn't get a ton of the commentary last night. Because you were... So I missed missed some of the the gems, quote-unquote. Actual gems, and then the air quotes gems. Missed some of those. Like I'm, I totally I missed. Like, I like the time that Tony called uh, Nick Bosa Joey. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that one's. I'm okay with that. One. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm talking about this, the like sing along. That was terrible. Of the evening. Oh, he was trying to sing into the break. Yeah. I get the Bosa's confused. So yeah, I, I just right think when you're at that level. But I mean. That's that's more this understandable like than Tony some. Romo thing. That's that's that's. Tony a, Romo, it's like, I guess that's like you said the because they're brothers. They there. both they both play in the NFL. Yeah. I'm mean, just like man, you get that level. Jim Nance, I hold to a higher standard than Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony Romo, I'm just happy I, he got his own name right. I think I think Tony just gets in Jim Nance's way. <laughs> just really do. Yeah. I. But it turned into a hell of a football game. It was a great game. And um, I don't know how the prop bets thing went. I think it did pretty good on most of them because I had a non-beverage. I think what the first in-game commercial was Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a non-beverage. So I think you had had beverage. I had beverage. I had food and beverage. Yeah. I made a little hay with with some of those. I think I had heads. You had tails. We See, both. I I took the under on Reba. At, Tyler had it at like a minute forty six or something. Yeah. I, and what I saw was like a minute thirty one was the official over under. So I'm I, like, yeah, I'm taking the under on that on Tyler's number for sure. Yeah, and I I took the under as well on that first score. San both, Francisco. But we both had field, field goals. Goal. We both yes. we both did that. We, we both got, got that. that one. Yeah. Lead changes. I went over two and a half. I think. And I think I took. I don't remember. If I, I don't remember if I took under over on that. I don't remember what I did. I, d- I feel confident in my ability. To yeah, I don't know. Just we, randomly guess what could happen <laughs> in a football that, game. Because that was a lot. That was a lot of what obviously the prop bets yeah. were. a lot of oh, guess. Way off on the Gatorade color. Yeah, I don't remember what I even picked on the Gatorade color. But oh, was uh, it purple? No, it was not. Mm. No, it was not purple. Um, I thought, I thought the, the Niners got away from running the ball. Particularly in the second half. You got McCaffrey. And and I get it, you're not you're not ripping gaping holes in that Chiefs defense because mm-hmm. they're good. 
but you're you're sitting at second and four. Like you need to take that. Yeah, you I, need to run. You're getting four, five, six yards of carry sometimes. Like that last drive and that drive in overtime, they I, were gashing them. Yeah, it's like, like it wasn't 15, 20 yards a pop, but, but, but it you're, was six. But, but you're getting good production. Yeah. And they, they didn't lose a game because of Brock Purdy. They didn't win it because of him either. Didn't win it because of him, but they certainly didn't lose it because of him. Right. They lost it because you they were gripping a little tighter than Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City, there was the frustration with Kelsey on the sideline when he mm-hmm. bangs in to Andy Reid. Yeah. Or Travis Kelsey. Dude, I understand you're frustrated, but settle down. Come on. That was a bad look on Travis Kelsey's part. I get you're frustrated. You want you want the ball. You want you want to be a factor in the game. Mm-hmm. And he was frustrated. He wasn't in on certain plays. I, I, I get think, that. I understand. Mean, but but does that does that solve the problem? Run over to Andy Reid, who's looking at his play chart, mm-hmm. trying to call a play, or looking at the play chart, and and he comes over and runs into him. Settle down, man. Just settle down. And I know I know people hate the guy, so they're gonna. Uh, he's bullying his coach. Stop. No, just I just stop. No, I because I don't just like, dis, I don't dislike Travis Kelsey. I just no, thought I, I, I it's thought, not a great look. It's not a great look, man. Settle down. I think what a lot of people don't necessarily realize, though, is Kelsey was taken off the field. The backup tight end whiffed on a block. Yeah, and, and I, it caused a fumble. And I get that. I guess but not if you, the. But if you want to go to Andy or and say, Coach, you know, yeah. you, I should. But not run over I and bang, run into him and Andy bang into Reed him and, is. and nearly knocked Andy Reid on his on his butt. I mean, Andy I mean, Reid's was... got a fake hip, and Travis <laughs> Kelsey ran into it, and he kept his footing. Give a Look give, at that. Yeah, Look the, at the Big former, Red. The former BYU offensive tackle. Yeah. Have you seen the video of Andy Reid at the... Like, pass it where he looks like a giant? <laughs> he looks like he's in Game of Thrones as he a looks, giant. He looks like the mountain. Yeah. He does. He is in his Rams uniform mm-hmm. when he was a kid. Looks absolutely like Godzilla. It's hilarious because it doesn't. It doesn't feel like he's grown any taller since because he was so much bigger. Than so all the gigantic. Other kids. But I just thought, come on, Travis Kelsey, come on, settle down a little bit. I get it. Felt like should have been there. Was it Gray? I think or missed the block. Him or what was? Mm-hmm. Somebody missed the block. I get that. I mean, he's gripping. If they if he doesn't have a good game and they lose, his girlfriend's gonna dump him and write a song <laughs> about it. Exactly. So there was that on I the stole line that from the internet. <laughs> so that was that yeah. was on the line for him. So with the second coin toss, do I get credit for heads or for tails? Because it was tails. I think just the in one overtime. I think we didn't we didn't talk about overtime. We just no, talked we about the, the initial. I was, I so I'm asking. saying that 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 is null. I think and, that should count. No, I get null a half and, point for that. Null and void. Nope. It was tails at some point. I mean, no, it was the coin flip to open the football game. We did not talk about an overtime coin flip. It was the coin flip that opened the game. That's kind of wordy, but what you was? Right. <laughs> no, it's just factual. There was a coin flip to start the game. I'm trying to win. That's it. That was guaranteed. There was no guarantee of an overtime coin flip. Right. I don't. Let's not let's not start that stuff, man. I don't let's have start that. I don't have the Kyle Shanahan panicky in the moment. <laughs> I'm trying to win. <laughs> Uh, there was there was those looks. I was like, oh my, oh no, here we go. Like, oh, it's oh no, it's again. a it's a land of New England all over again. It's even the last Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah, they were. <laughs> even that, yeah, exactly. They showed a number. I think it was. It might have been even second quarter when they the night uh, the Niners were up ten. I think 
Patrick Mahomes is eight and two when trailing. Trailing. Yeah, when, when trailing. Seven when, points. Yeah, in the when playoffs. losing by a touchdown. Like you have some of these ridiculous. I know people, some uh, like the New Heights podcast. They call them LeBron stats, where they're just random numbers cherry picked. But that's in ten games. He's been trailing by seven points or more in ten playoff games, and he's eight and two. Well, now nine that's, and two. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's now nine good. and two. That's that's pretty good. Oh, and then and then you had Daryl Lutter Jr. You know who Daryl Lutter Jr. I, is? I'm, I'm eager to find out because I have he no was idea the who guy who the punt hit his foot. Oh, <laughs> man, what what bad luck? Yeah, because you're going. Why is he going after the ball? It's like, oh, because it hit the heel of the of the of the yeah. guy of the block. You know, the blocker, the up back. We were talking about that last night. Like, what do you do? Don't touch the football. Wait, what are you doing? It's like, oh, because he had to. Yeah, like, he oh, saw that it, makes sense. Because he saw it went off the heel of Daryl Lutter Jr. And he had to make play on it. What bad luck! Oh, no doubt about that. Like, you know, it's bad luck. It didn't even hit his outside foot. It hit the inside yeah. of his inside foot. And it wasn't like he he was just going to throw a block. He yeah. was blocking. Uh, I felt bad for him, man. I felt bad for the guy. And I know I was listening. Some people were like, well, you know, the return guy has got to tell him to get out of the way. First of all, there's no guarantee to hear him. Because he was Second, trying to. Yeah. You, you could see him gesturing, mm-hmm. get out of the way. But you're, you're engaging a block. What are you supposed to do when you're right. blocking somebody? How do you know exactly? How do, how do you know where, where the ball is? You're trying to listen. Into it landed on him. It landed square on, it hit, square hit him right, on his ankle. And just bounced off his leg, his ankle or heel area. Yeah. Like, man alive. What a what a poor turn of events for that guy. But I, I think you look at you look at the third quarter, and they bring this up in the post today. And I, and I thought about it, too, when I was watching the game last night, that, you know, they had the touchdown lead. You know, they, they come out of halftime. They throw it six straight times, the Niners do. Which got him a negative two yards. Mm-hmm. Run the ball. What are you doing? Run the ball. Don't get it. I, I, I just don't don't get that. And for Kansas City, give them credit. They just kept plugging away, plugging away. Offense wasn't clicking the way they wanted it to. But they just kind of held the course, and then, and then Mahomes, his ability to run the football, which is not something that gets hyped up a lot, because he he runs typically. He gets out of the pocket to, to throw the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. He's not he's he's not Jalen Hurts. He's not Lamar. He doesn't want to run the ball down the field unless that opportunity presents itself where that's the smart play. And he made those smart plays in the second half last night. Patrick Mahomes runs the football. Like an idiot on the field runs. She's just kind of at a different pace, kind of weaving, and no one seems to catch him. Yeah. He's just kind of like, oh, security guy here, security guy, oh, linebacker. Okay, I'm down. It's like, how do you tackle him? He's he's still running. It's 15, 20 yards. What are you doing? He's not Lamar Jackson, but he's not Tom Brady. I mean, he's got Michael Vick, but he's also not Peyton Manning. It's like, track him down somewhere. But it's like it catches teams off guard when he does. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's, he's going to run? There okay. was very much. There's one of the linebackers. It was the guy who came in. I think it was for Greenlaw, maybe. 
But oh, how bad? Oh, 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 that's what a, what I, a tough break. I felt so bad for him. Man alive. What a guy. Towards what? Achilles. Just, just coming he, onto the field. He started to go on the field. And he stopped. And then he went again. Like, he goes down in a heap. You're like, what happened? What, what happened? Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. He tore his Achilles. But the guy, when oh. Patrick Mahomes ran that, that, I think it was the fourth down, the linebacker was looking at him, and you could kind of read his body language like, what the hell? What's he doing? What, what's what he doing? What's this guy doing? <laughs> He's running the football. He's, He's like, not oh, supposed to do I that. Go tackle him. Hang I better, on. I better go make a play. Uh, but that's what you get with a team that's been there yeah. four times in six years, yeah. five years. It's the fact that you just are like, all right, you know what? They don't we panic. Need a yard. Here we go. Let's they go get a yard. They don't panic. Okay, yeah. the Kelsey thing. He was mad. He wasn't panic. He was mad. Mm-hmm. He was frustrated. They showed both quarterbacks in overtime, sitting on the bench. Niners driving right down the field. Patrick Mahomes looked bored. Like, <sighs> I and, sit through this and, I'll, and I'll give Brock Purdy a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. Talk about a calm, chill dude. Yeah. He ju- just looked. You could not tell if they were winning, losing, mm-hmm. w- what was happening. If you just looked at Brock Purdy's face, yeah, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be pretty good, pretty good. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna be just fine. Like I said they didn't. They didn't win that game because of him. They certainly did not lose it because of him. Uh, he was he, he was, was fine. Yeah. I, I know you maybe want a little more than fine in but, the Super Bowl. But you're also asking, second-year guy, mm-hmm. Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. Playing in his first Super Bowl, it, it, it shouldn't come down to him right. having to win the game. He's not in that stage of his career yet where you should feel like that, that's, that this is it's got to be on Brock Purdy. Because well, so that, that, that to me is an unrealistic yeah. expectation. Too many other weapons, too many other good players, and they didn't lean on one of their best assets as much as they should have to start out the third quarter, which was Christian McCaffrey. You know, Brock Purdy's numbers, 23 of 38, 255 and a touchdown. Didn't turn it over. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take those numbers if I'm Kyle Shanahan. If I would have going in... If little Shanty would have heard those, he said, okay, we're, we're going to yeah. be all right. And I know that everybody wants to lump them all together. Even I was doing it at a little bit last night. The 28-3 Super Bowl four years ago, this Super Bowl, two of them are different because 28-3 is not entirely on Kyle Shanahan. No, no, it's not. There's a lot on Dan Quinn, defensive-minded coach, blowing a 25-point lead in the second half of the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. And also Jimmy G turning it over twice to help. Yeah. This one's on Kyle Shanahan. Like, this, the yeah. play calling was less than inspiring in the second half. That first touchdown, brilliant. The Juwan, Juwan Jennings, Jennings pass, double pass. Yeah, the double pass was great. Brilliant play. And then I totally agree with you. Second half, just Oh, we got what are you what are you saving Christian McCaffrey for next week? Yeah. What, what are you doing? Yeah, he carried it twenty two times for eighty yards. Those are good numbers, but when you come out and throw three, mm-hmm. what six straight passes or whatever, and yeah. I, I just that, he had thirty yeah. touches. He probably should have had thirty five or forty. Absolutely, should have had, had way no, more than that. Nobody to stop him. I mean, he had he had eight catches for eighty yards in the touchdown. Obviously, mm-hmm. the the Jawan Jennings double pass touchdown. Yeah. But to he me still even outside of that was but to eight me yards a catch. 
I mean, you, you can't give it to him 50 times in a game, but man, tw- 22 times, which which in this day and age is a good mm-hmm. number. But in that game, it felt like that was not nearly enough. No, like I agree. Like you can't give it to him 50 times, but on the other side of that coin, like what are you saving him for? Yeah, I mean, there's there's got to be a, a number there that's mm-hmm. a good number to work with in terms of usage of, of Christian McCaffrey. But, but once again, let's let's give the Chiefs their due. That's they, true. They hung in there. Niners defense played them tough early on. They had a really, really difficult time running the football. And, you know, Travis Kelsey wasn't very effective early on. He wasn't he wasn't effective until he was when it meant yeah. when it really, really was important for him to be. Because he finished with nine catches for 93 yards. But let's give Mahomes his due. 333. He threw it 46 times. What do we always say? Over 40? That's not a good number. Usually that's a, a number, a losing number. It was not for Patrick Mahomes last night. And they had the 66 yards on the ground. You know, Pacheco, they really put the cuffs on him early on, mm-hmm. really slowed him down, got it going in the second half. It just They finished strong where the Niners started strong, finished weak. Yeah. And, and then to not to not take advantage of, uh, of an opportunity in overtime to score a touchdown, you had to settle for the Moody field goal. And how big was the big stick for point? Oh. How big was – because that's the game. That is he makes that's the difference. Moody, Moody make money Moody. He makes the extra mm-hmm. point. We're talking about, hey, maybe the N- Niners winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, because then the Chiefs have no safety net. They got to go down and score. And they got down there. They got down to kick a closer field goal, but – they always had that in their back pocket. Like, all right, six seconds left. We don't have to go for the end zone here. No, we, can we kick don't. A field goal. We'll go to overtime. Let's go to overtime. We'll be okay. Huge, huge block. Piece. It was huge. Oh, huge block by. And this kick was low. Yeah. But Moody also hit a record. <laughs> was that Moody or Butker? Well, no, Moody did. Remember, did Moody he? did. He hit the longest one in Super Bowl history. And then Butker. Oh, he topped it. That's he right. Topped him, or he topped him. He said it, yeah. 55. And then Butker topped it was 57. There's a lot of moving parts left. And you had a lot of, yeah. I was I was sitting watching. Locked in. I was, I was totally, locked in as I could be while yeah. eating um, copious amounts of <laughs> Over uh, deep fried chicken. All right, 719. Coming up, uh, we'll talk with Delta Boys basketball coach Rob Ames. Uh, your thoughts about last night's game? Favorite commercial? I like the Sarah V commercial with Michael Sarah. I thought it was funny. Pretty clever, yeah. That was pretty clever. Um, there was there were some good ones. The the one for Sunday ticket with the Eagles and the Ravens and the Seahawks. I thought mm-hmm. was funny. Um, the one with Jason Momoa and the guys from Scrubs. It was okay. It wasn't bad. I wanted to like the Dunkin' Donuts one with Affleck and Damon and Tom. It just seemed and Jennifer Lopez. It just seemed I don't know. Didn't, I didn't get a chance to didn't really hit, hear that. Didn't hit with me. Visually looked very fun. Funny. It just didn't quite go. Gotcha. All right. Let's uh, quickly hop into... What's happening? Brought to you by ComWest. They're your technology service partner at ComWest. They're here to help your business grow. 
by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure your business technology consistently and professionally. As a managed IT services provider, their technology service partner program delivers a cost-effective solution to all of your IT needs. Conwest partners with you to ensure your computers, business phone system, networks, and equipment all work for you. If you want to learn more, go to comwestcorp.com or call them today at 970-242-8142. Last night, Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. First time ever the NFL's championship game uh, held in Sin City and the Kansas City Chiefs are once again Super Bowl champions in just the second overtime in Super Bowl history. The Chiefs and quarterback Patrick Mahomes prevail 25-22 over San Francisco. San Francisco and Kansas City were tied in 19 after four quarters with the new overtime rule allowing each team to get an offensive possession. San Francisco scored a field goal on their first drive. Kansas City answered with a Mahomes touchdown pass in the final seconds of overtime. Chiefs coach Andy Reid says they just kept fighting until the offense really started to click. The offense just kind of persevered through it. Tough in the first half, tough sledding, and they did a little better. We did a little better in the, the second half. And then, obviously, the last drive was a thing of beauty. And Patrick Mahomes named the MVP Kansas City's repeat champion for the first time in 19 years since the New England Patriots did it in 2003 and 2004. Tonight, the Denver Nuggets will try to shake out the stink of a loss against Sacramento from Friday. They'll take on the Bucks in Milwaukee tonight, pregame at 5.30 on the Team Sports Network. Colorado Mason women's basketball, they split this past weekend, winning at Regis on Friday 62-51, to but losing at UCCS 55-51. to For the Maverick men, they get the weekend sweep. They won at Regis 88-78 to and then handled UCCS 92-72 to with that sweep. They're now in a first-place tie in the RMAC. They host Colorado School of Mines Friday night, Metro State Saturday right here on the team's CMU Sports Network. After winning their first two games, the Cover Mesa baseball team dropped their final two to Rollins College, losing 4-3 to and 13-4. to They play their uh, first home game of the season Thursday against Montana State Billings. We'll have it on the team starting at 12:45. The District 51 Phoenix Girls Wrestling Team will send 11 wrestlers to state after taking the Western Regional title on Saturday, and the Fruto Monument Wrestling Team will send eight to the 5A state tournament after Saturday's regional at Pine Creek. Wildcats took second as a team, and uh, once again, they qualify eight for the 5A state tournament. Elsewhere, Cedar Edge in 2A, they won the regional team championship. They'll send 12 wrestlers to state. Uh, bounce back uh, to the upper classification in 4A. Montrose took second the regional. They'll send nine to the 4A state tournament. And along with Central qualifying six for state, Grand Junction qualified three. Palisade will send six wrestlers to the state tournament. And that's a look at what's happening. What's happening? Brought to you by ComWest, your technology service partner, servicing the Western Slope, Grand Junction, Fruit of Clifton, Montrose, Delta, Rifle, and more. ComWest Technology. Comwest Technology Service Partner is a tailored program that proactively supports your voice and data needs. Learn more at comwestcorp.com or call them today at 970-242-8142. We'll take a break, and Delta Panthers boys coach Rob Ames joins us next on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. They need a wake-up call. Call or text the Jim Davis Show on the Chick-fil-A team line. 970-242-1340. Talking Delta Boys Basketball with Coach Rob Ames on the team. And Rob Ames is brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. The uh, Delta Panthers Boys Basketball team and the girls as well play at Coleridge on Tuesday night. 
in uh, Western Slope League play with us right now, Rob Ames. Rob, I always appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on for a few minutes. It's always great to talk to you, Jim. Thank you. Uh, you recovered from uh, your Super Bowl watching from Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid so. I woke up today and thought, yeah, it's true. It's true. Taylor Swift won. Yeah. Yeah, Kansas City won. Yeah. But they they yeah. deserve to win. They play they play great and and Kansas City deserves the victory. But uh your basketball team um heading to Coleridge uh coming up on uh coming up tomorrow night. Uh you you had a, a three game losing streak, unfortunately. It fell to, to Aspen after that uh, loss to Montrose, but then uh, bounced back with a nice win uh, by your guys. Uh, you really handled Moffat County at home seventy eight to sixty. What were some of the things you, you liked in that win against the Bulldogs? Well, we just kind of got back to what we do best, which is play hard and share the basketball. Uh, the two nights before, we're, we're just going to flush those and forget about them, but they were not our best, um, our best team efforts, and um, I'm, just, I'm just proud of them. I'm proud of the way they responded on Saturday. What were some of the, the highlights for you, some of the things you really liked, what you saw from your basketball team in that win? Well, we, we are at our best when we're playing hard team man-to-man defense when we're really guarding people and when we get out and run and share the basketball. And that's what we got back to on Saturday against Moffitt. So right now, Rob, eight and 12, six and five in, in conference play. And uh, you head to Coleridge to take on the Titans. Uh, let's kind of take a look ahead where uh, right now Coleridge, they're 11 and nine, they're seven and four in league play. How big of an impact does this game have on, on what the postseason looks like for you? Yeah. Every game now um, is the big game. And uh, we know that Coleridge, Coleridge is all, Paul always has them ready to go, especially toward the end of the year. They start playing their best basketball. And so uh, we're going to have our hands full, but we've, we've got to get them. We just have to get them. We're just going one. We're not even going one game at a time or one quarter at a time. We're going one stop at a time. And that's the way we're going to approach Coleridge Tuesday night. Lachlan Wade for them. The seniors had a, a really strong season, uh, almost 12 points per game, averages under four rebounds per game. Uh, they have the two guys that are in double figures, Wade, along with Ben Simons, who's at 11 points per game, and he's been an absolute terror on the boards. He's averaging almost nine rebounds a contest. Those two uh, players have been a, a dynamic duo for, for Paul Harvey and uh, the Coleridge Titans. Yeah, they're playing good basketball right now, especially those two big guys. Uh, we know that we've got, we've, got, we've got a couple good big guys that we like too, and so we feel like it's going to be a good matchup. Um, but we're going to have to play really well to get them. Defensively on film, what what have you seen? What's your experience of what Paul will try to do to you on the defensive end? Well, he'll press us a little bit. Um, I know that he'll like to do that just to keep us a little bit off balance, but I think he's just kind of a clean man-to-man team, um, and that's what that's what we're preparing for. So we'll be, we'll be ready to go for Paul's best effort for sure. I know those kids will be ready to go, especially the position that they put themselves in in um, a really competitive league, um, so we got to be ready to go. Well, well, last time out against them, uh, you you won sixty six to fifty one, and so I believe that uh, game you had uh, what four guys in double figures. So we're hoping for 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 a similar result uh, this time around. That's for sure. That's that's you know that's when we're at our best when everybody's getting a chance to score. Um, you know, I'm not sure if it's the chicken or the egg. If one guy gets the big the big points um, because everybody else gets some little points or if it's, you know, the other way around. But we just got to be, we just got to play good, solid team man-to-man defense 
and then share the basketball on offense, and and we feel good about about the outcome. All right, we'll have that game tomorrow night, both the boys and girls games as Delta heads to Coleridge. Mark Cantor will have those for you over on the Monkey. It's our uh, one of two Highway 50 games of the week, the games of the week, shall we say, <laughs> with uh, with Delta Coleridge uh, coming up tomorrow night. Uh, pre-game at 5.15, the girls will tip it at 5.30, boys at 7 o'clock. And you can hear it in Delta, 97.1 FM or at 957themonkey.com on the Internet. Uh, always appreciate the time, Rob. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, safe trip to, to Coleridge, and uh, good luck tomorrow night against the Titans. Thanks, Jim. Have a great week, and thanks again for always supporting us. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Rob Ames, coach of the Delta Panthers boys, with us on the program this morning. All right, 7.30. Jim along with the Buckeye boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. Do want to make a, a quick mention that um, we did have the plan of uh, full court coverage tomorrow night, but the uh, weather conditions that prevented Central from playing at Durango mm-hmm. postponed those games until tonight. And uh, Central is leaving this morning to go to Durango to play this evening. And so we'll have Palisade Eagle Valley tomorrow night as standalone coverage. Uh, I'll be out there tomorrow night, and then Central will host Fruto Monument Thursday. You'll have those games, Buckeye. So no full-court coverage tomorrow yeah. night because of the postponement of uh, the, the games at Durango for Central, and they'll play those games tonight, by the way. And of course, we'll have scores for you tomorrow uh, here on the program. But um, it's a little bit of a change in plans in regard to our coverage because of that uh, schedule change. All right, 731. Jim along with uh, the Buckeye Boy today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. Just uh, your reaction to last night's game, Kansas City, for the first time in, what, 19 years uh, when New England won in 03-04. They're back-to-back Super Bowl champions from the Guru. Uh, Let's see. Here we go. Kyle S. inexplicably went away from their strength in the third quarter. Thank you. A lot of big plays in this one. CMC fumble, the pump miscue. How strange was both starting running backs coughing it up? Yeah, and that two was, guys that don't. That was a little weird. And two guys that don't do that that do a really good job when it comes to ball security. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah Pacheco, and obviously Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the missed extra point, but the bottom line is the best quarterback I've, I've ever seen play in all my years. Got it done when it mattered the most. Congrats to Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Spags. Fast forward, Super Bowl Fifty Nine. 49ers and Chiefs yet again. Man, as many people that were already tired of this Super Bowl by Wednesday of last week, and Cougars called for it again. Third time in five years. And what you heard uh, Boomer Sison earlier that the the Niners are the favorites for Super Bowl 59, yeah. which I don't know. Mike, I'm, Didn't Boomer uh, pick both teams to win at some point, or was that Phil Sims on the pregame show? I, <laughs> I like the Niners. No, I like the Chiefs. I, I don't. It was Boomer. Was it or no, Boomer? Boomer was the one that's saying the touchdown needed to be wiped off. I think it was Phil Sims that was that called both teams to win at in the span get, of like thirty six. Hey, Phil, you got to pick one. Mm. <laughs> got to pick one, dude. I'm get... going to take Kansas City in a high scoring game. I'm sorry, San Francisco over Kansas City. It's like, hey, got to pick one. Although he's close through regulation, he was right. Both teams won. Congratulations, Phil. Good job, Which Phil. That might, that might be it for Phil Sims and yeah, most and of those Boomer. guys. And Boomer we as well. Oh. Sorry. Sounds like b- both those guys, because their contracts expire. Mm-hmm. And then Boomer on the touchdown should not have counted. Yeah. 
the trick play. It said it shouldn't have counted. I'm trying to read why because I'm I. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly why he said um, or why it shouldn't have counted. See. Said Niner center Jake Brendel oh, should, should have been be. flagged for illegal downfield. Okay. Like. But he, but according to though, but he mm-hmm. was not correct because McCaffrey caught the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Right. So it doesn't, so it matter. doesn't, doesn't matter if he's downfield. The NFL rules states that ineligible pass receivers can advance more than one yard beyond the line of scrimmage, provided they do not block or contact a defensive player. He was beyond the line of scrimmage when the pass was released. McCaffrey caught the ball behind the line of scrimmage, but he also didn't block or contact any defensive player. Yeah. So it's a clean play. I think Boomer would have had time to look at that. And go, okay, and before you, it's like, do, do you not, do you look at it and go, that looks like an illegal play. You've got rules experts you can contact. Right. You got, you got Sterator. Gene, that looked like a good play to you. I will okay. say, listening enough to Boomer, it is somewhat inspiring how little he cares to be right or wrong and I, said just fill the <laughs> void with words. But also... You kind of have to be right more often than not if you're going to get paid to do that gig. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I just think you, you you had the luxury of time there. Yeah. You're not calling the game. You're a studio guy. You you had until halftime to do to contact and go, hey, Gene Steratore, that, that looked good to you, Gene? That looked good? I thought the guy was downfield. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. That's the rule? Okay, thanks. Like, and I know they're probably on the sideline. They probably didn't get a good view at it. Probably didn't get a good replay. But someone in the truck should have put that on the monitor for him to and see. For him to go, point. oh, okay, that's yeah. then that's clean play. All right, yeah, my, my mistake. Yep. The commercials, I thought most of them were okay. I, I liked. I'm gonna have to go back today and put some eyes on them. Uh, the bet MGM one where Tom has won enough. Brady was in a lot of commercials. Yeah, Seemed he like was. he was in a lot. It's the one with Vince Vaughn. It was actually, I thought, kind of funny. See, those are the first time those words have been put together. Vince yeah. Vaughn, kind of funny. Kind of, it was kind of funny. Uh, the talking like walking thing for BMW was pretty good. See, I didn't get to hear that one. That one was not very audible. Yeah. Where everybody runs into is trying to do him. They're impersonating Christopher Walken wherever he wherever he goes. I thought that was real life. I didn't know that was. <laughs> I didn't know that was a commercial. Is it? How do you doesn't like everyone my, try my to car? Like Christopher Walken. Why did I turned him into Shatner? I don't know how that. Yeah, happened. I don't. I did. I kind of did as as well. Uh, the Aubrey Plaza Mountain Dew one. Well, oh, that's Nick who o- that was. With Nick Offerman was kind of funny. I didn't know who that was. Um, I mean, there were, it was, most of them were okay. I, I, I liked most of them. Uh, the M&M's almost champions ring of comfort was kind of funny where they had like Bruce Smith. Yeah. And, and Terrell Owens. And then Scarlett Johansson, who was a two-time Oscar nominee. It's like people have come up close. Yep. It was kind of funny. Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Marino in a couple of commercials. He was in the one with uh, Messi for, uh. Michelob Ultra? Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, Chris Pratt and the Pringles one was kind of funny. 
where he has the mustache. Mm-hmm. Loves- I'm, I'm not tired of Chris Pratt. I'm getting there, though. You don't need to be in everything, pal. And uh, the State Farm commercials, which are typically, to me, some of the, the funniest ones, the best ones. Uh-huh. And I love me some Arnold, but, man, I got... I got I got really tired of Arnold <laughs> really that, quick. That really didn't need quick. To be a sixty. Yeah, that that sure didn't. That would have been perfectly fine as a thirty. Bring in Danny DeVito at the end. Yeah, that didn't need to be a sixty. I just yeah, I just I was I, I was good not seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger doing his version of a Jake from State Farm. I was okay. It's clever though to use the Chapa neighbor, but you know, it didn't <laughs> need to be sixty seconds. Yeah. Labor. This lady's in labor. It's clever, right? It's clever, but it, but it didn't need to be 60 probably seconds. Probably didn't need to be 60 seconds. Uh, Apple announced, and they have the uh, Google Pixel Javier in frame about the the camera that they'll tell you if you're, if you're visually impaired, if you're in the frame or not. Oh, that was kind oh, of okay. a, it was kind of a sweet commercial. It has, the, you know, it has him taking a picture of the birth of his child, all these these moments where he's able to take these pictures, and um, it's he's the it's supposed to be the first blind. He's the the, the I'd say uh, the the commercial is directed by a blind director, Adam Morris, who lost his vision at nineteen. So it was directed by a blind director, featuring a blind actor. Oh, very neat. And uh, that was it was a, a fairly emotional commercial. It was really well done, really well done. And there was the one commercial. There was a political commercial with um, Aaron Rodgers, buddy. Well, yeah, with the RFK Jr. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. biggest reaction that commercial got around me was, "How much did he pay for that?" He probably blew his entire budget. Yeah. On that one commercial. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Uh, right. RFK Jr. Good luck, sir. Barnstorming in a Winnebago now, like <laughs> Walt well, Jesse. Good luck with that. All right, seven forty. That's as political as we're going to get today. Yeah. And the song, the song just got burned in your brain, and not in a good way. I didn't. I didn't even hear the <laughs> you're song. Lucky, you're lucky. It, is it a song I like? Or no, it's okay. like a because it was very much supposed to run the coattails, of course, of his late famous father, of his uncle. And it was like a campaign song from the 1960s. Oh, okay. Like when JFK would have ran. Okay. It was done in that style. He was trying to capitalize on on the name, the brand, the emotion. Yeah. Good luck with that. Good right. luck with that, sir. All right, 740. We will take a break. Uh, Maverick basketball teams in action this past weekend over on the front range. Uh, we'll get to, uh, you'll hear audio from... Uh, both the coaches from uh, Taylor Wagner and uh, Mike DeGeorge, uh, women split this past week, and the Maverick men sweep their way back into first place in the Armac with wins at Regis and UCCS. That's coming up next. It's the good, the bad, the ugly from the weekend. Send it to us today on the team line, 970-242-1340. It's a good show. Probably the best show around. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado sports leader, the team. Welcome back, 744. Jim Alone with the Buckeye Boy. 
grab a couple of texts we forgot to do a sound check i forgot to do sound check so we'll get to that momentarily got one from delman today it is the good the bad the ugly the good the game overall the bad the result and halftime show ugly mayhem at the waste management phoenix open on saturday uh dylan i don't i, I thought usher was good last i liked usher i think it was good last night he's all right yeah i he's perfect for what they need at halftime pop guy doesn't you're not gonna you're not, yeah with with rock performers they you you want to hear the song the entire mm-hmm. song and you with a, with a performer like usher if i hear part of of the song or parts of songs i'm okay with that yeah i mean i'm good was, with that i got what i wanted out of it i want to see Ludacris. that's all yeah, Alicia Keys, in, bonus. Keys. yeah they were good she's great yeah they were great i i thought he was great i thought he was I, I enjoyed it. I, I'll be honest. I didn't think it was bad at all. Got, like, I agree with you. You got exactly what you needed if you're the NFL. Yeah. Although, you know, anybody else takes their shirt off. Everybody's all up in arms about yeah. it. Usher can do it. Yeah. Place explodes. In a good way. And Levine did it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd, I'd much rather see Usher do it again than Adam <laughs> Levine, personally. I'd, yeah, I personally don't care either way Usher's for either ripped, one man. he's yep i sure i sure keeps himself in good shape yeah. no doubt about guy, it guy doesn't miss doesn't miss arms day and then uh he made the reference to the uh, waste management open in phoenix mm. where they the the drunks took over the whole thing yeah wow isn't that part of the charm though did yeah I, did i miss something because isn't it all the oh look at Look at the way it's, oh, you'll never get an environment like this. Oh, and the stadium Look how hole. fun it is. Look at I mean, this fun. You watch the commercials for it. It was yeah. on NBC, right? All the commercials. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not unlike any other golf tournament. Yeah, and look at, and oh, now the, look at all these drunks taking over. And I'm not saying that's what Dylan, because, but there is a part of that to where, oh, it's the most fun tournament in golf. And four days later, it's look at all these drunks. Like, wait. They had to close their doors and ban the yeah. sale of alcohol permanently after everything that happened on Saturday. Like, you can't can't have it both ways. Adults, adults hitting each other because they couldn't walk straight. <laughs> we had that last night too, B Dubs. We had a little bit of that. Oh, really? Oh yeah, we had Ooh. we had a guy. We had to we literally had to rearrange who was sitting at our table and where they were sitting because a guy could not stop staggering into them. That was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. So we're just like, you know what? We're going to move over here. This will be easier for everybody. And then he did ran this, did, He ran into the empty stool three more times. Did, did he not have somebody with him to go, hey, maybe it's time to go. Maybe uh, we need to take you home. He had his bud lights. And that's uh, it. He was, yeah. he was by himself? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, he had, he, there was a table of like 20 people there, but he was not full-time part of that t- i don't know what uh, what the relationship just, was with the people there yeah he kind of wandered in and out of both the table and uh consciousness sometimes you have to have an adult in the room that goes hey hey yeah. joe and it's uh let's let's get you an uber let's mm-hmm. let me just take you home okay i'll just take you home he left when we did oh, so good for okay, him well. he stayed the whole time he was upright ish all right 748 it's time for sound check Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. 
Well, one of my favorite things. The videos are now on YouTube, and I love it. Had NFL honors last week. They introduced all the Hall of Famers. Now the videos are out of them getting the knock. I love this. And it makes me a little verklempt. Chokes me up every single day. Mongo McMichael getting in. That was fantastic. Whose health is not not good good at all. Not able to talk anymore. That's just unfortunate. Some guys getting in, you know, like Andre Johnson getting in. Patrick Willis. Guy that didn't get the knock, but just opened a random door inside the facility. was Randy Gratishar. As Hall of Famer Steve Atwater and the Knox crew set up to ambush the seven-time Pro Bowler, Randy and his wife Beth meet with club owner and CEO Greg Penner to talk business. You're going to do some film on the Orange Crush? Somebody's going to ask me a question about the Orange Crush. I was just looking for one person. Randy, welcome to the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2024. You're so deserving of it. I'm happy for you. Let's go. Having this honor, uh, coming back to Canton and being recognized for, I feel it's not just my play, but it was our team's play. It was the other 10 guys. And it's just a great honor and a great blessing for me. You've waited 35 years of eligibility. I know the wait was long, but now that you get this news today, how does it feel? It's a, certainly a blessing from the Lord. For me, again, it goes back to mostly uh, the recognition of the Broncos and uh, recognition of our coaches and Joe Collier, who, who formed the 34 defense. Right. And none of the offensive teams that we played against, they had no idea how to block for the 34 defense. And I just remember Joe Collier telling me, I say, Randy, just go find the ball and make a tackle. The whole video is awesome. It's almost seven minutes long. Uh, Steve Atwater I, was the one It gets who, me a little choked up, yeah, man. That's... Steve Atwater is the one that got to introduce him. That was really cool. Billy Thompson and TJ were in the room with him when he walked oh, in how, how cool. saw them that's cool you could you should just you should see how those two guys beam for randy gratishar and then the one that it got me a little bit if you don't like sean payton you should go watch this video because look at how sean looks at randy gratishar when because sean pokes his head in from somewhere i don't know where he's at but you can see him he kind of the kid that leans around the corner to, yeah, hey, what's going on? Oh, you should just see how Sean looks at Randy and all these other guys. I, well, like he, warm he, you up to Sean Payton. He knows, he knows the history. Knows what those guys yeah. mean and what Randy Gratishar. And he told means a funny to to the the history yeah, of this organization. Funny little anecdote about you know the studs of the seventies. How you could get their cups at like Seven Eleven and you would try to trade them. <laughs> I got three Allen pages. Do you got a Gratishar? <laughs> You know, it's pretty cool. I, I'd go watch the video. That's great. I, I will have to check it out. I've not seen it yet, but I appreciate you playing it. It's on the um, old YouTube. Um, One of four Buckeyes in the pro and college football yeah. Hall of Fame, and I don't know who the other three are. <laughs> Maybe Chris Come Carter. On, that's, a, that's, your, that's, that's your wheelhouse. You're it supposed is. to know. It is. I uh, like Andy, it. Mr. Return Guy, just fall on the ball. Yeah, Ray Ray McLeod, just, I, I get it. it. It hit off of Lutter's foot. But he did. He tried to pick it up. It's yeah. like, just just fall on it. Like, man, just, just, just fall, fall on the ball. It. But again, that's what I was kind of talking about. Like, a little panic set in with the Niners a little. You know what I mean? 
it kind of felt like they were, oh my gosh, gripping a little bit too tight. And that may be one of the situations there. And you think about something, the last time these two teams met, Super Bowl 54, that they brought up last night, Chris Jones is the only guy back from that defense. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That's how much they retooled that defense since that last game. Yeah. And I, I tell you, whether you, whether you like, and, and I know there will be people that are going to poop on it and probably have online. I don't, I don't read tons of comments, mm-hmm. social media. But Chris Jones, start of the game, when he's crying, the emotion of being there and playing in that game. Yeah. I, I just, how do you, how do you not go, man, that's, that you, for those that question how got, how much guys care about, about winning mm-hmm. in the NFL, that, that tells you a lot right there. Just, I mean, this, this is to start the game. Yeah. This is the national anthem. This is him. Op- openly weeping and about the emotion about being there, and yeah. I, I just thought that was any any play a hell of a game too. So and I, I think it also I thought that was so I thought that was so cool to see that kind of because he doesn't know if the cameras on him or not. Right, he's not doing it to he's not trying to be some fakey guy. He the emotion was there for him about what it means to be there and his own personal journey to get there. Again, to, to me, it always feels like the the guys have the appreciation that we feel they should have to be in their spot. When I see that, it makes me realize, like, yeah, I think these guys do appreciate what they have and and the work that they put in to get there. Absolutely. Of course, remember season start, Chris Jones was not on the field. Yeah, it's holding out. Him and Kelsey missed, and they lost to the Lions. Yeah. Uh, from Brian, Fort Lewis College Raider. Happy Monday, fellas. Uh, fun game last night. Quick question. If the team that gets the ball first in overtime uses the entire clock and scores no time left, does the other team get a shot? Both teams must possess the football. Yeah. In yeah, overtime. Yeah, they use the whole... That's... It's like if the drive last night, if the drive, if the drive, would, that clock would have ended, mm-hmm. they would have gone to another quarter. Both because the possession has to continue. Really? That, okay, so that may be why they were not really in that much of a hurry. Because they knew that it was going to go to another quarter if the quarter expired. So it's not true sudden death in that. Gotcha. It's, or, or there's a limited, the possession huh. would continue. Because remember, Tony Romo, Romo kept talking about that, that well, I, this, will yeah, go, this will go, the possession will go into another quarter. We didn't get it. I didn't get a chance to hear any of that, and I was so we were baffled. Like, man, they're taking, they're taking their sweet time because, with the clock because, winding down. Okay, that makes sense. Because they get the chance to finish the possession, whatever that outcome is. I'm with it. Okay, I get it. Now. We'll take a break. Hour two coming up on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network online at theteam1340.com.